What's up all my wrestling buddies, my wrestling homies, my wrestling pals, my wrestling friends. This is J-Dubs Wrestling Talk, here with the host with the Mizzos, J-Dubs. Happy Fastlane Day to all my homies out here. Um, these um set of podcasts um, is long overdue. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry guys, you know, I'm taking care of personal business right now. Um, it, it's just in a fit. It's a it's a it's in a family matter right now. Um, but yeah, we're going to knock all of this out. We're going to have a fatal four way review. We're going to do NXT. We're going to do AEW. We do a smack and we're going to do a little fast lane preview. And you know what? Let's throw in some wrestling news as well. All right. NXT gets ball first this week. Man, NXT, oh my god, honestly, honestly, um, man, this is going to be one heck of a main event here, this is going to be one heck of a main event, this is going to be a real interesting, and I mean interesting, this is going to be interesting for NXT for these next couple, we got TakeOver stand, um, stand, and deliver so yeah man this is gonna be one heck of a so yeah let's kick it off right now first match of the night was between austin theory and dexter loomis did i ever tell you guys me and loomis have something in common we both like art he likes to draw i like to draw and i like to paint i don't know if he paints but yeah but um but yeah um me and me and um we have me and him have something in common. We we both like art. One of these days, I would love to do an art collab with him. Him, Jeff Hardy, and somebody, and um, Omos, because Omos draws too. So I would like to do a, an art collaboration with those guys. That would be so cool. Follow my art page on Instagram at creativedrifterjdubs31. You'll see a pizza PFP. Yeah, and, yeah I'm an artist myself. Um... But uh, Loomis picks up the win. Um, honestly, this match it was hard to tell because I feel like, like, but you know, honestly, like, I kind of felt like it was hard to tell. Like, you know, this story, like, this storyline is about to wrap up, but it's like, but what what side are we? What side are we were on the other night? We were were we watching? Were we on Theory's side or Loomis's side? What 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 were we looking at? What were we looking at? They they both put on a great you know show and everything you know. But my thing is like, what did we see? Like what what are, what were we really looking at? That was my thing. That was my whole thing. Like what are we really looking at? Like what? I, I I didn't un, I didn't understand like you know what what this whole thing with the way with theory, Gargano, Candice, and um, Hartwell. It's like what whose side were we really on? That was my whole case. Like um, my whole case is like what what were we really um, what were we looking for? Although um Loomis picked up the W, but it was like what did we look at? What what were we were pretty much looking at? So the next match was between Breezango versus like Delvin Tasma. I can't really say the the um the word with the L. I can't really I don't know how to say it, but I, 
I gotta really pick up on that how, how you say it so so honestly the match was good the match was a pretty much good match uh it's a good tag team match it was, it was very fun very energetic from all four men but it was like what did we really get out of it like like um Delvin Tasma scored the win but I felt like the match was like it was a fun and energetic match but it was like what were we, what were we really looking at because obviously um Wild and Mendoza are awfully playing second fiddle to um Escobar but they got the they scored the win and you know what that tag team is going to be pretty much like something to watch for but yeah, I, I could see I could see that happening with um what I'm Delphin Tasma, you know, being they can be tag team champions if they wanted to. I, I honestly, you know, you got grizzled young vets, you got MSK, you got um Breezango, Delphin Tasma. Um yeah, that, that tag team division down at XC is it's a little quietly stacked for the for the men's tag team. I'm talking about for the men's tag team, but yeah, um, yeah, I, I can pretty much see that happening. Like, I pretty much like you know, it, my thing is is like, okay, we got stand and deliver not not too long from now, but I we got take over stand and deliver, and honestly, it was it was a very solid match. Like it, like I said, it was very fun, energetic. But I feel like, I feel like, you know what? In my honest opinion, this is how I see it, right? If you're gonna have like a tat, like honestly, just can you? I don't know because I'm trying to think of something right now. What if you have a fatal four-way tag for the NXT tag titles, right? Maybe. I don't know, because that tag division looks two-stacked or number one contender's tag. You got MSK, Grizzled Young Vets, Delphantasma, and, um... But for what I've been hearing, I think Oni Larkin got injured during that main event, during the main event of NXT. So... I don't know what that's going to hold. They said it's it's kind of like how Karen got his injury back in the summer. That's what I'm more than likely hearing. It was like somewhat like a separated show or collarbone. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. But the next match, but but let's move on to that. The next match was between Dakota Kai and Zoe Stark. <sighs> Dakota Kai picks up the, the W here, but let me tell you something. This... Zoe Stark, she's going to be something. She is going to be a different ball game. Like, I'm not saying she's like women's championship material already. But I gotta admit, she can she oh my god, Zoe Stark, like the her matches is like this is interesting because you got pretty much like um Man, that girl gonna be something. Like, I don't know because <clears throat> she faced Io Shirai not too long ago, and she put on such a solid match. 
like Zoe Stark, let me Zoe Stark, she got it going on. Like I would say give it by I'm gonna say give it by the summer. She's gonna be women's championship material. I would say give it by the summer. Because honestly, she, she has all the tools that she has all the tools to be champion if she wanted to right now. Like, although she lost the match, but let me tell you something. That oh my god, everything started to click. You know, they were they were trading some standard moves. They did they did their little grapples and lockups, but man, Stark, she she's gonna be a she's gonna be something. She she's going to be Zoe Stark, she's going to be the future of that women's division. You see, give it like I said, give it by the summer. A lot of she's gonna be really She's going to be taken off. <coughs> just, just give it about a summer. But the next match between Marcel Barthel and, and Tommaso Ciampa. Man. Wow. Honestly, this match was different. So, um, Barthel, um, Barthel got the win. And then Barthel got the win, but it, it was a solid match. It was a very solid matchup. Um man. That I don't know, because honestly, with this match right here, like it was a solid matchup, but it was like, you know, man, Tommaso Ciampa, like, it's good to see him still keeping a flow because honestly. I'm just, it's just so good that you see a former champion like that, you know, like become like something because honestly, the way I see it, because the way I see it from, because Champa, man, I don't know because like a former world champion, I feel like he should be called up to the main roster because, because honestly, hold on guys. Alright, my bad guys. Um Yeah, my bad, y'all. Um I was just um helping out my mother right quick. So um Yeah, uh Honestly, um like with the match, like it was a solid match for Tommaso's side. And it it was just some, um, you know, very interesting to see. Because I man because I wish Tommaso I wish Tommaso Champion was called up to the main roster because I feel like he still got it. 
But dang, did you did you see Tommaso Ciampa? Like he finally grew out his hair. Finally. Like he finally grew out his hair. Yeah, that that is so interesting. So Mar- so Champa beats Marcel Barthel, Marcel Barthel before the United before the NXT UK champ Walter Man, oh my god, Walt man Walter Man, that dude is a whole oh my god, do you yo those chops that he be doing is nuts. It's like what the What are they called? Imperium? Imperium Imperium? But yeah, you know Man, Walter, he what he's like UK champ for like 700 and something days. Wow, that Wow, that's crazy. you know what? I wish I could see him over in NXT over here. Um coming soon um just to let you guys know like this is like a quick little disclaimer i'm i'm gonna be doing nxt uk in a few um uk because um how do i say it uh because why not you know nxt uk i want to see what they got you know whether on thursdays i were like three or something yeah I'm, I'm gonna do some review show reviews on that so yeah Tommaso picks up the win um walter came out and then, and then the gods from Imperium was like really like attacking Champ. And then after that, you know, Walter gave one of his nasty chops. I'm like, yo, those chops is nasty. Like those chops are. I don't know how people can deal with that because that. Oh man. Yeah, those chops are a whole different ball game with um Walter. But yeah, um, yeah, that was a solid match. We didn't see. But yeah, that that was a solid match. The next match was between LA Knight and Austin Gray. Um, Knight picks up the win, but this match was like kind of what you expected. Like, I'm not gonna say breadcrumb match, but you know, with new talent, you just want to see see where they at. Like I like I get it. Cause honestly, the way I see it, um, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, it wasn't like it was not like like a match to like say, oh, this match was cool. Nah, it was like sort of like you know what you kind of expect, and you know that that's all it was. That's all it was. You, you can't really expect anything else. Cause honestly, the way I saw it with the match was like, um, yeah, it, it it wasn't not like a big idea, like a big deal. But yeah, that that was a little sum. Um, the main event was between Finn Balor and Karrion Cross versus Danny Burch and Oni Larkin. Larkin picks up the win. But man, this is gonna. You know what? Man, this is gonna be a. And that match was okay. Um. But uh, you know, I hope this um. But this match was interesting. You know, Scarlet got knocked down by Finn. Cross was pissed about that. Karrion got pissed about it. Um. But um, Bert. 
well, for what I've heard, this is what I was talking about earlier, that Birch is, is not injured and it was just a minor issue. But yeah, you know, Birch and Larkin, you know, they're, they're like, they're just great as tag team champions, but it will be a shame if, if, if an injury derails their momentum. So, all right, thank you. That, that wasn't a minor issue, but yeah, after the match, um, you know, Karrion laid waste to Birch and Larkin, and um, after that, um, man, you know, man, Karrion was on the attack, jeez, you know, that's going to be something, because honestly, this is going to be a match over on Adam Standard Deliver Takeover, that's going to be a match, Karrion Cross versus Vin Bell for the NXT Championship, that is going to be a fun match. Because remember, if anybody remembers, Karrion didn't lose it. He had to relinquish it because of his injury back in the summer. So yeah, like, you know, pretty much Finn, honestly, like the way I see it with Finn, what I'm Finn, this is going to be a real interesting test. This is going to be an interesting test for both competitors. Like, you know, I hope, hopefully that, you know, Karrion, like, wins it again so he can pretty much like because honestly this is take two of his championships like if if Karrion wins this Adam takeover at takeover this is going to be take two because remember he got injured back in the summer so like I just hopefully that um you know it can be like part two like saying like okay now he now he's okay and um hopefully that um hope he can like you know become like that champion like that fighting champion that every like um every former NXT champion was like I, like I want to see a fighting champion out of Karrion because why not because Karrion he has a going he has it going on and you know I, I just wish that um oh it'll be cool to see him win but yeah the match was good um Things that we learned from NXT, um, you know, it was a good way to like, you know, for Cross and Balor, Cross and Be- Cross and Balor, to like get to know each other, like in ring, like in this tag team, in this tag team match. It was for the tag team championship anyway, so you know, you know, um, you know, Larkin and Birch retain anyway. Um. But um, Birch, I hope he's okay. I hope it's it's a minor issue. Um, the main event was decent, but but the best thing we saw throughout the night, like you know, who, who gets some match of the night? In my honest opinion, who gets the who gets the pizza of the night? Um, Kai and Starks, they get pizza of the night because that match was awesome. You know, they took each other to the limit and. I hope, we, I hope I can see more out of Zoe Stark because that girl is talented. That girl is a very talented competitor. And I hope she becomes women's champion by, what you say, the summer? Yeah. Yeah, so. Keep it locked, guys. We're going to take a quick break. This is J-Dub's Wrestling Talk. Um, you know, uh, just stay tuned, everybody. I'm about to, you know, grab some need for a second and um, I'll be right back. Pizza and peaceful vibes, y'all.
What's up, all my wrestling buddies, my wrestling homies, my wrestling friends, my wrestling pals? This is J Dubs Wrestling Talk here. Your ho- this is your host with the Mizzles, J Dubs. Um, yeah, so we're back at it again. Um, now we're reviewing AEW. Now, uh, let, let's just talk about um. It, it was a, it was an interesting night. It, it was it was very interesting. Um, we saw Cody Rhodes versus Panetta L Zero. A big eight-man tag. Um, you know, John Moxley and Eddie Kingston's partnership in, in an AEW ring. We saw, like, one of the best main events. Um, in, in my opinion, um, in AEW right now. We saw a very awesome main event in an unsanctioned lights-out match between... Dr. Britt Baker, DMD versus Thunder Rosa. The first, the first women's main event in in the show's history. Yeah, and then we're gonna get into a lot of so the first match was between Cody Rhodes and Penata Pen Penta L Zero. Um Rhodes picks up the win against Penta. That was a if you know, um, this was a very solid match. Um, you know, Cody Rhodes. If if arm with if his arm was injured, um, he pretty much you know like for what I saw from the match, like he pretty much like kept afloat. Like he pretty much kept afloat. Um, pretty much kept afloat during the match, and you know, believe it or not, um, he he, he did very solid for himself. You know, Cody. You know. He pretty much got going on in AEW. You know, he's about to become a new a new father. You know, congrats on the baby girl, Cody Rhodes and Brandy. Um, but yeah, you know, he kept the flow. You know, Penta. Um, he was doing his little fair share in the match. But yeah, honestly, you know, um, Cody, honestly. In my honest opinion, no, he he kept afloat during the match, and you know, he's gonna keep he's gonna keep being that float. Because in my honest in my honest opinion, um, he did a very you know Penta and Cody they did a you know it was just a little you know a little interesting way to kick off the show, and you know he 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 was very solid in my honest opinion. You know he was very solid. Um, my my thing is is like. But you know what? My thing is, is like, uh, oh man, you know, um, my thing, my whole thing is, is like, okay, you know, this was like a little, like just a warm match to keep the, you know, just to keep them, you know, the night get started on, it's called the St. Patrick's Day Slam. Um, but it was, it was, it was, a, it was an interesting match. Um, the next match was between Jade Cargill and Danny Jordan. Cargill picks up the W. Um, this was um Cargill's first time in action since that mixed tag between Cody and um Red Velvet versus her between Cargill and Shaq. Cargill picks up the win. That match was very solid. You know, man, Cargill's athletic ability, her physique is like pretty much what you see. In my honest opinion, she's the definition of a five-tool wrestler. 
Like, I'll honestly, I'll give about the summer she's going to be champion because she's putting on one heck of a solid performance. Um, but yeah, you know, um, uh, man, you know, it, it's very, um, you know, it's very interesting. Uh, but you know what? Like, I, I hope that, um, you know, my thing is, is like with, um, with Jake Cargill, like, you know, it was a cool, it was an interesting match and all, but it's like, like it, it was a good match. Um, but you know what? My thing is, it's like, um, my thing is, it's like, uh, what are we going to, um, see? What are we going to see? Like during the, in the near future, like I hope that, you know, she, um, you know, gets, you know, championship matches and, you know, cool title runs and, and everything. And, um, you know, I hope, I hope, you know, nothing but the best for Jay Cargill, you know, this match, you know, she showcased her skills. Um, but honestly, I thought there was times where I thought Jordan was pulling, was going to get the win. <laughs> but yeah, um, Mom's opinion. I just hope that uh, how, how you say it? Um, it, it's not gonna be that bad. Like honestly, with Cargill, you know, it was pretty. It was pretty much like a um, like a back and forth. But you know, Cargill picks up the win, and hopefully she can. Hopefully, um, she gets um, she becomes champions very soon. Like I, I want to see that. I would, I would, listen, Jade Cargill becoming women's champion, listen, I'm all for it, I'm definitely all for it, because in my opinion, you know, she, she has the tools to become a champion, she really does, so the next match was between, I meant, well, not the next match, um, it was a, it was a segment, MJF, MJF introduces the pinnacle, so it's him, Tully Blanchard, Tessa Blanchard's father, FTR, and Sean Spears. Wow. Let me tell you something. When, when um, MJF turned on the inner circle, that was something out of... That was a curveball. I didn't expect that all to happen. Like, I felt like between that and um, Undisputed, Undisputed ever breaking up, man, that, that was an interesting one, but... Man, that, that that segment for for MJF in my honest opinion, it could have been better. That that was like what? Like I'm not saying it was a breadcrumb segment, but it was like it should have been way better. That, that did not make no sense. That that didn't make no shred of sense. Like it like it was a cool match and all, but it was like it could have been so lot better. Could have been a whole lot better, but come on, like for MJF standards, come on, that's that's terrible. Like honestly, um, I just wish that um, it can, you know, it it, it could have been better. The next match was a ten tag match. It was it was with um, Jurassic Express and Bear County. 
with Matt Hardy, Private Party, The Butcher, and The Blade with Bunny. So, Team Hardy wins with Private Hardy, Private Party, Matt Hardy, Butcher, and The Blade. Defeats Jurassic Express in Bear County. It was... So, you're telling me this this tag team, this, this 10-man tag was... I'm not saying it was a bad tag team match, but it could have been better. If you have, like, five people, it's like... Like, honestly, like... Like, it looks like it was the whole tag team division. I'm like, it could have been better. Like, you know, like, it was fine, but, like, that was somewhat of a letdown. I... I can't lie. That was such a letdown. I'm like, what? I'm like, what? It, like, how, how do you do something like that? Like, that didn't make... Like, I didn't understand that. I did not understand that at all. Like, it's like, what 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 kind of match was I watching, though? But, yeah, that, that was... Yeah, it, it, that match didn't make no sense to me. Like, if you're going to do, if you're going to have it, you got to make it better. Like, it has to be better storytelling. And you, it, it didn't, I didn't understand that at all. So, let's move on with that. It, now, this next one was a segment with Tony Shiv. Tony Shiv. I, I got I to gotta hear his last name again. He pretty much interviews Darby Allen and Sting, you know. You know, Darby Allen, man. Oh, man. I just wish that, honestly. You know what? Darby Allen, he, he has a lot of potential. Like, one of these days, I would like to see him as world champion. Like, pretty much, like, honestly, like, let me tell you something. When, when um. That that was that was you know Allen he become he's gonna become world champion one of these days, and you know he was talking about his. So Allen he took expectation of his lack of title defenses and issued an open challenge to any member of the Dark Order, in tribute to to the greatest TNT champion all time. Rest in peace, Brody Lee. Lance Harder took exceptions and threatened to put put Allen in one of those body bags. From there, Team Taz interrupted him. Before Taz speak, Brian Cage acknowledges his respect for Sting. So, teammate, man, that that match was crazy. Like two two developments packed in in this promo. That was interesting. That would be very interesting. So, boy, we're gonna get what Darby Allen versus um Lance Archer in the near near future. That would be cool. I would I would like to see that happen. Yeah, that, that was interesting. But the next match was between Eddie Kingston and John Moxley. Their first time in tag team action versus former Impact Wrestling tag champions, the Good Brothers. Um, Moxley and Kingston defeats the Good Brothers. You know, it was a very fun and physical tag team match. Um, you know... You know, the Good Brothers, you know, they, they showed their offensive arsenal. Um, but, you know, you know, it seems like um, he was the better. They were the better tag team. And, you know, 
you know, um, I'm not going to say um, Moxley and Kingston are going to be tag team champions like it soon, but I want to just see how it goes before we start putting them in the tag team champion conversation. That's my thing. Like, you just can't put like a team in, like, like that wouldn't make any sense. Like, you just can't just judge somebody from the first match. But you know what? It, it, it was a very, you know, Kingston showed his toughness. You know, Moxley did his. You know, the Good Brothers, they showed their offensive options, like I said. Um, but my thing is, is um, I hope um, this, like, you know, that story, like, you know, I hope they're the big money attraction for AEW right now. Moxley and Kingston. Um, uh, so we have Ray Felix. The next match was between Ray Felix and 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 Helico. Um, it was a very you know it was a very cool match because you know high flying wrestling is like the most is like my favorite style of wrestling. Like okay, okay, Felix did pick up the win. But honestly, Felix, he's like one of the most consistently excellent wrestlers in AEW. You know, he's been like, you know, A1 ever since he got there. But my thing is with this match is like, I'm not going to say it was a breadcrumb match, but like, it, it didn't make sense to me because it's like, okay, what did we see? Like, what are we like getting out of this? Like, what... Like, what is, like, my thing is, like, I just didn't understand the match as a whole. Like, it was a solid match, but it was, like, what did we see out of that? Like, honestly, that, 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 I'm guessing that, that would, that was, like, a breadcrumb match because, but it was, like, what do we, like, what are we getting at? Like, was that one of them breadcrumb matches just to warm up for the main event? But you know what? Felix and Pac are preparing themselves for an upcoming AEW tag team match versus Young Bucks. But this match was just above, like, just kind of average. But, yeah. So, here's the main event. It was between, it was an unsanctioned lights out match between Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker, DMD. Oh, man. So... Oh, man, can I tell you something? These two women tore the house down. This is match of the year candidate. This is match of the year caliber. Let me tell you something. The first main event, the first women's main event in AEW history. Let me tell you something. Brit, Rebel, not Reba, and Thunder Rosa, they pretty much tore the house down, you know. Let me tell you something. The, these two women put on a match. I'm talking about what you saw, like, like I'm talking about thumbtacks, blood. You know, oh man, that that that's a, that's what you call. Those are my matches, honestly. Like they pretty much like have the thumbtacks. They had you know the blood and everything. You know. You had um, Rebel taking that table bump. Man, you know, this match was so good enough backstage. They they see the round of applause. Round of applause. But 
round of applause. Sorry, guys. <laughs> but you know what? And you know what? This is the reason why a lot of people, like this is my thing with women's wrestling today. They're showing that they can be more than the pretty girls that you see every. Because let me tell you something. The women's wrestlers are the most like hardworking wrestlers because in my honest opinion, because they look great and they look great. But let me tell you something. Those women put in the work. They do. And then a lot of people just say like, oh, you know, it's just like, you know, like, you know what? That's why I like, you know, women's wrestling is evolving year by year because they're doing things. You know, they're breaking those glass series. They're breaking the glass ceilings. They're breaking the barriers. And, you know, that's the thing about women's wrestling that you want to see. Because you know what? Between AEW and, and the Impact Knockouts, like, I feel like, you know, the knockouts kind of open the door for, like, showing, like, real women's wrestling. Because let me tell you something. Between AEW and Impact... Like, they show that, listen, yeah, we might be the most previous girls, but we can, but we can get it in, too. Because, and that's what, you know, Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa show. We can be more than pretty faces, but we can, but we can do it. Like, we can do it in the ring. I mean, that, and that's why, you know, that's why I get props to, you know, Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker. You know, Rosa picked up the win against Baker. And honestly, this was honestly, you know, my hats are my hats are definitely off to um Baker and um Rosa because they put on a like what you call women's wrestling. That honestly, I hope they get match up they get match of the year because they pretty much tore that house down. I hope they do. And, you know, things that we learned from AEW this week is like, you know, Jade Cargill, you know, she's going to become a very big time star in AEW, hopefully, you know. But, you know, my, the, the, um, but you know what? Who gets um, the pizza of the night for this match was between was between Thunder, Rosa, and Britt Baker, DMD, DMD. They get pizza of the night. Um, but yeah, honestly, you know, I really hope that, uh, you know, that woman's division, AEW, can evolve into something greater. Because they, they pretty much, um, they pretty much tore that house down, and I hope they do. Um, so yeah, um, Stay tuned in for more. This is J-Dub's Wrestling Talk. Um, we're going to be back again. We're going to do the SmackDown review. And um, I'll see you guys then. And after the SmackDown review, we're going to do a little preview for Fastlane. So keep it locked, homies. This is J-Dub's Wrestling Talk. Stay tuned. What's up, my wrestling buddies, my wrestling homies, my wrestling friends, my wrestling pals. This is your third installment of J-Dub's Wrestling Talk. Now here, we back at it again. Um, we're keeping the ball rolling here. We're talking about the March 19th episode of SmackDown. 
So this is the go home show for Fast Lane, right? And let's say, you know, it was very interesting. You know, the winner will f- will be the special enforcer for Roman and Daniel. We got some women's match. We got some 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 women's action. Nia backs for not. Nia Jax versus Sasha Banks for the women's championship. We got Michael Cole inter- interviewing um, Big E and Apollo Crews in the midst of their Intercontinental Championship match. And we got and then Seth Rollins. Did anyone see that tux on him? My man looked fresh though. I can't lie. So let's kick it off. First match of the night was between Nia Jax and Sasha Banks for the women's championship. Banks picks up the scores, the victory, and and still, and um, and um, she's still the SmackDown Women's Champion, and um, let's just say, okay, yeah, Banks did pick up the win against Jax, but my whole thing is, it's just the ending that bothers me. It's just the thing that bothers me because it's like the the finish was. It's like why in a jackknife roll up for the win? I'm like, oh my god! It's like I just hate when. Why does every match have to end up in a damn roll up? Like why does that always happen? It, it like this is what I'm be talking about with WWE. Like like listen. You know, this is like a little preview of the championship match that's going on tonight. But it's like, I don't understand why it's like every time. It's just like, you know, like I'm still kind of like ticked off about. um About the whole the match, because I feel like they shouldn't be tagging up together. But it's like, you know what, WWE, this is bad booking. This this is ridiculous booking. Like, how, how are you going to, like, just... I don't know. I, I just don't understand. I just don't even get it. But it, it's just, you know, it, looks, it seems like, you know, Bianca and Sasha are going to keep their eye on the prize for... Just, just for tonight. But, you know, after Fastlane, it's going to be just all focused between both of them. Um, Zeph Rollins, what, yo, did anyone see that suit with the white in the, in the, like with the blue streaks going, yo, that, that suit was fresh on him. That suit was fire on him. And, um, it was a segment between Seth Rollins and Shinsuke Nakamura. And then Edge was backstage talking to Caleb Braxton about like, you know, he, Edge, Edge claims that Jey Uso can be a star if he just gets out of Roman Shadow. And um, he has a point, but, you know, the, the segment I'm talking about is between Edge and, um, I'm not Edge, um, Cesaro and Raw. Cesaro, not Cesaro. Seth was talking about Cesaro and um, pretty much how they're matched about an upcoming match. Um... <sighs> Yeah, and you know, honestly, honestly, this segment was okay. It was just like, you know, he was just firing off tickle, firing off about the tic- typical reasons for attacking a fan favorite before Cesaro 
comes out and defends his former tag partner. And then, you know, Nakamura was in was um in defense of his former tag partner um Cesaro and then you know they got into it um um Nakamura hits him with the Kinsa- Kinshasa Kinshasa right Kinshasa and he left him lying closed to close out the segment but that match was ridiculous yeah, that match was... I'm like, what? I'm like, what kind of segment was that? That was... Um... Um... Yeah, that was a very, you know, it was interesting segment, but it, it didn't really... I didn't really feel... I didn't really feel that segment. Um, I just didn't understand it, but... Next match was between the Mysterios and Street Profits. Um... Uh, the Mysterios picked up the win against the Street Profits. Dominic, I feel, you know, honestly, Dominic, he's getting better week by week. But let me tell you something. Can you imagine if if they become the next number one contenders for the tag title? Can you imagine if the Mysterios were tag team champions? Have we ever had a, a father-son duo become tag team champions? Because I, I wouldn't mind seeing that. That, that, that would be cool. A father-son tag team champions. That would be very, very interesting. And after that match, the Outfield Academy beat the Mysterios. Both matches, in my honest opinion, was a B. It was just pretty much baby faces versus heels. You know, it, it, it was okay, but, you know, it, it, it was okay. It was, it was very solid. Um, Very solid, but I didn't really feel anything with the match. Like, honestly, like... Can I be honest with you guys? I felt like SmackDown felt like any other SmackDown. Because I I didn't feel no hype with SmackDown. This is supposed to be the this was supposed to be the go-home show for Fastlane. And this is what it was? Like what? Like what was that? Like honestly, the show as a whole, I didn't feel no hype. Like, I'm like, so wait a minute, you tell me. This is my go-home show for SmackDown. This is my go-home show. I, I I don't understand it. I just don't understand it. Um, I don't know any. Honestly, with with um, I just feel like oh man, it, it didn't make any sense. It did not make any sense because honestly, the way I saw it, it it did not make no shred of sense. It did not make no shred of sense. Like it it, it didn't. But yeah, uh, it was another segment. You know, Daniel Bryan was addressing Fastlane about you know with Edge and Roman. Uh, Reigns was great hammering hammering home on the alternatives but um honestly it, it honestly you know you know Daniel I don't know about this about this one right here but I, I feel like can you imagine if Daniel Bryan would have won can you just like just imagine if he would have won 
this one tonight, that would be very, very interesting right now. That would be very interesting. Um, but honestly, um, that, that would be super interesting. But the next match, let's move on from that. The next match was between King Corbin and Sami Zayn. Corbin picks up the W. The match, this match was okay. This this match was very... I feel like this match right here was like, you know, Zayn and, you know, Zayn will face Owens. Zayn will face Owens at WrestleMania. More likely because that's... Like, he was talking about it like, I don't know, this, this wasn't... Honestly... Hold on, let's just get to the match. This was honestly a breadcrumb match, but but you know what? I don't feel like it was not no breadcrumb match because the match was great. The match was great, but honestly, the way I saw it, but the way I saw it, um, that that would be super interesting though, like. Like honestly, um, you know that'll be that'll be such a very, very interesting. Like uh, I don't know, like you know Corbin and Zayn. Like the ingering chemistry was there, you know the moves were there because I thought there was some times where Zayn, I, th- I thought Zayn was gonna put him away. Corbin, Corbin had chances to put him away, but. It was a very back and forth match, but it was kind of very familiar. It was very interesting. It was, it was very interesting, and um, that that was um, that was an interesting one. So, so that was it for that match. On the next segment was an interview between Biggie and Apollo Cruz. You know, they were just talking about um, you know, man, Biggie seemed angry, like you know. Biggie, you know what? Honestly, his solo run is not disappointing at all. Like, although he didn't get drafted to a role with New Day, but you know what? There were, remember all the rumors last year after the draft talking about they were going to get Biggie a singles run and they get, and he's doing well. He's doing quite well. You know, him and Cruz got into it outside of the Thunderdome at Tropicana Field. But yeah, they're doing they're doing quite well. You know, they're doing you know, Biggie, he's gonna do quite well. He's gonna you know what? Can you imagine by like the summer or I'm not gonna say by the spring, I would say give by the summer or, or, or somewhere around the fall, he wins the WWE championship. That would be something. That would be something. That would be very interesting. So the next match was was between Shayna Baszler and Bianca Belair. That match ended in no contest due to Natalia and Tamina Snuka attacking com- the competitors. And honestly, it was it was a, it was okay, but um, but you know it should have been Natalia versus Natalia and Natty and Tamina versus um Shayna and Nia. Taunt. That didn't make no sense because it, it didn't. You know, that woman's that woman's divisional SmackDown is like, my thing is like, you know, it would have been cool to add Rhea Ripley to SmackDown, but honestly, 
it was it was it was like I, I just don't understand it. Uh yeah, that that was my whole thing with the thing. That was my under that was my whole case with it. But the next match was the main event between Edge and Jey Uso. The winner becomes special enforcer at Fastlane. Edge picked up the win against Uso, and this match was very this match was great. This match Cause you know what, honestly, like I thought, you know what, when, you know what, this is reasons why, like, okay, yeah, Edge won, but this is reason why, honestly, SmackDown was okay. The reason why I say it was okay, because my honest opinion, on a night where you're supposed to, like, build some, like, hype and generate excitement... This is the go-home show for Fastlane we're talking about here. We're just not talking about your regular SmackDown. We're not talking about your regular Raw. We're not talking about your regular NXT. You have to pump up this go-home show. Because I didn't feel no hype that night. Like, I was pretty much like, like you know, fighting my sleep. Because I'm like, what? where's the excitement of the show? Where's the excitement? Why is it not exciting? Why is it not exciting? Like, that was my thing with SmackDown. Like, okay, yeah, Edge won. He's going to be the special enforcer tonight, but I just don't understand with WWE. I, I just don't get it. But, yeah, those are the things I learned from SmackDown. And I'm going I'm to just throw out some WWE news to y'all. Titus O'Neil and Russell. Titus O'Neil and Hulk Hogan will be the host for WrestleMania. You know what? This is what I just don't understand at all. For the history as Hulk Hogan has made has done with him with his self-image and I just don't understand WWE. So you're just doing this to let them know like, oh, he's not he's not racist, right? That's what you're saying to me. I, I don't understand. Like, how do you do something like this? Like, how? Like, I just don't understand. Like, like, I, I just don't know. It's just like, I, I just don't understand. Like, why would you, th- like, what made you just think like, like, okay, like, yeah, he apologized, but it's like, what, like, because, you know what, honestly, it should have been Bailey or Billy Kay, or both, because, honestly, Bailey, ever since she lost the women's championship, she's just, she's just been, been such a ghost to that SmackDown roster, and then, you know what, honestly, it should have been Billy Kay, Billy Kay herself. Because I don't understand how you're going to, like, listen, Titus O'Neil, you know, he's been, like, been, like, truly, like, WWE's activist. But, like, that don't make any sense. That that doesn't make any sense. Because, you know, it should have been Bailey or Billy Kay or both, like I said. Because Billy Kay, she's very entertaining. Bailey, she's very entertaining when it, when... Both of those females, they're very talented on that microphone. Why did they didn't get it? It's like WWE, y'all, y'all, y'all really dropping the ball right now. This, 
Cause see, now I understand why fans lose interest with these people. Um, what else? Fans lose interest every year with WWE because of their because of their tendencies and the things that they stand for and represent and defend. You know, another thing is it's like it, it doesn't make any sense to me because you know the history with Hulk Hogan. And it's just like, come on, it's like, come on, WWE, y'all, this is the reason why some people don't like, you know, like, okay, once upon a time, I got blinded by the light with WWE, but as years got by, I got, I was just like, okay, yeah, I see what y'all doing. And I didn't understand it at the time, but like, when I got older, I'm like, okay, but it's like, come on, WWE, this is what y'all do? That's like letting, it's like, you know what, with some superstars, you know, like, I just feel like, oh, it's just Hulk Hogan. Because if this was a, an, a whole nother superstar, they would have got dealt with accordingly. But just because it's Hulk Hogan, okay, it's okay. It doesn't matter. And then in, in other news, I'm Russell. Charlotte Flair got removed off the WWE um, WrestleMania poster. That's surprising. I feel like, you see, this is another thing about, hold on. <coughs> With WWE, I don't get. Like, I feel like WWE likes to be petty. Like, they just do petty things. Um... Yeah, they like to just do petty things. It's like, you know, WWE, you really have to be this petty to be like, like, you see, I can't understand how you guys represent yourselves because it's like, what is your problem? What What is wrong with you, WWE? What is wrong with you? Like, what is wrong with y'all? Like, okay, yeah, Andrade did, um, you know, um, try to, try to um ask for his um release request and it was denied by wwe because honestly remember how last week we were talking about this how potential i feel like honestly wwe just flat out wasted him after the draft he they really did wasted him so did alistair black that's why you know what i feel like may maybe after wrestlemania they're gonna have some for andrade but I, I don't know. I don't know because this this is like, you know what, WWE, this is the reason why people lose interest with you guys. They really do. And then some people just want to flat out bounce. Because see, like, you know, it's just like, it, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make no sense. It's like, WWE, you really got to understand what you guys are doing here. You really got to understand what image you guys are, are showing to everyone. Because I don't know how people like to defend you guys. And, and you know, it's just, it, it don't make any sense. Like, what's wrong with you guys? Like, like does common sense ever hit your minds nowadays? Like, but you know what? I feel like, okay, during this time in this pandemic, you can't just flat out ask for your release. You gotta like have a plan after. You gotta see what I see where you trying to go to. 
oh, WWE, you're starting to really question me. Like, you, you guys are really starting to really just... I, I don't know. I just... I honest to God don't know. Like, you guys really got to understand, you know... Like, you do need to have some sort of a plan. Like, if you're trying to... You know... It doesn't make any sense, in my honest opinion. It doesn't. Because, honestly... Y'all guys got to get together, WWE. And, um, you know what, guys? Um, keep it locked, homies. Um, keep it locked. Uh, we're about to get into the fast lane preview. Um, you know, I hope, um, I hope you guys are having a great afternoon. Um, you know, just knocking out all these podcasts as possible on, um, you know, after a fast lane, or maybe tomorrow, I'm gonna do the the fast lane review. And but you know what, guys? I'll be right back. We're gonna do the fast lane preview, and then um, enjoy the show, everybody. That's all. Um, we're gonna kick off this little fast lane preview, and um, let's let's just see what happens. So this is J Dub's wrestling talk. Stay tuned. Be right back. up my wrestling buddies my wrestling homies my wrestling friends my wrestling pals this is j-dubs wrestling talk your host with the mizzos j-dubs oh man now we're here this is the last pay-per-view before wrestlemania the last pay-per-view before wrestlemania so right now, um, they got um, Riddle versus Ali going on, and then um, I'm a, this is the match card, and these are my predictions. Um, for this one, I'm gonna say Riddle to retain the U.S. Championship. Um, yeah, that's pretty much. Um, yeah, honestly, I see um, Riddle retaining this because it'll be so interesting for. Like, listen, it'll be interesting if Mustafa Ali wins the championship. But honestly, the way I see it right now is going to be more likely Ali. Um, The next match is between Nia and Sasha versus Banks and Belair. I'm going to go with Nia and Shayna because more than likely... This is more than likely going to happen. Yeah, so I won't I won't be surprised if they retained. Cause that's pretty much um how I see it right now. Um Yeah, that, that's pretty much what it is. The next match is for the WWE Universal Championship between Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan and Edge as a special and guest enforcer. I'ma go with this is my upset of the night. I'm gonna say Daniel Bryan. We will have a new. We will have a new Universal Champion. Yes, we will. Because I. Why not? You know, this is my upset for the night. Yeah. So. Yeah. Why not? Uh, the next match is between Biggie and Apollo Cruz. That's gonna be more likely Biggie. Biggie's more than likely gonna retain. And you know what? What? 
because that's what's gonna look like right now that's what it looks like right now and um yeah I think every um the next match well like I said with Biggie honestly um he seems like he's gonna be pretty much doing he's gonna be pretty much uh gonna be retaining in this one because I don't see him dropping the title this early um the next match is between um, Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus in a no holds barred match. I'm gonna go with Drew McIntyre on this one because more like I'll, I'll, that would be very interesting. That would be very very interesting because this looks like because it obviously looks like this is what um. This might be involving Bobby, but maybe not, because honestly, I feel like Drew might invoke his rematch clause because um the way I'm seeing it, because because they're talking about a potential Bro- potential Brock Lesnar match at with Bobby Lashley at WrestleMania. Maybe that's the thing that's going on. But yeah, I, w- I would like to see um Drew win that. The next match is going to be my the match I'm going to be very anticipating a lot. Is between Alexa Bliss and Randy Orton. I feel like this is the night. This is the night, everybody. This is going to be the night. This is going to be the night where, in my honest opinion, I feel like the Fiend is coming back. Like, I don't know. Like, it has to be because everyone's saying, like, oh, this is a waste of time. This is a waste of story. Listen. Let me tell you something. Like I said in a bunch of other podcasts, you heard me ever since, ever since last month. Alexa has been killing it. She has. She's been killing it. But I don't understand why people are starting to like really say, "Oh, this is a waste. This is this is that." Listen, it is what it is. Like honestly, the like I don't understand why people are starting to really hate on the segment when obviously this. This segment's really doing the do right now. Well, I meant this storyline is really doing the do. I feel like it's the night. I, I really feel, I really feel it's the night. Um. So the next match is between Shinsuke Nakamura and Seth Rollins. More than likely, I'm gonna say Seth Rollins for this one. I'm really saying Seth Rollins for this one because honestly, in my honest opinion. I really see, um, I really see that, um, him, I really see, um, Zeth doing this because it seems like, um, it's, it seems like that's what's pretty much looking at because this is going to be Seth Rollins' first ever, pay, his, you know, his pay-per-view match since his little hiatus. Um, and, and we know the, the reasoning behind that, um, but honestly, I feel like Seth is going to win this, but. So, with that being said, my upset of the night is between Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan. Bryan is going to be the new champ. And the match that I'm going to be pretty much, pretty much like, you know, getting fired up for is between Orton and Bliss. Because there's going to be a lot of twists and turns. It's going to be like that match is going to be a lot of twists and turns. Because honestly... The way I see it, um, Alexa, she's she's really going to be killing the segment right here. She's going to be killing the match. But you know, I can't wait. I cannot wait to see this match. 
I cannot wait. And um, oh yeah, and up and um, it was a, another match that was supposed to happen tonight was between um, Braun Strowman and Shane McMahon, but they decided to drop that. That's interesting. They said they want to do it at WrestleMania, or honestly, in my honest opinion, it's a good thing they dropped the match. That could have been the most pointless match of the night, in my honest opinion. It would have been the most pointless match of the night because I don't understand how, you know, you got... I don't understand. Like, this, this is the reason why, you know... Like, you know, you had the stupid thing with the slime that... that yeah... Go check out my Monday Night Raw podcast. That thing pissed me off. Try, look at that podcast episode. That was the most ridiculous. Like, I was mad behind it. It was like, Vince, you got to go, man. You really have to go. And, um, and, um, oh my God. It, that was ridiculous. That was very, very ridiculous. So, but you know, guys, um, uh, I'm going to catch you guys after Fastlane. If not after the show, is going to be tomorrow afternoon or morning. It can be either or. And um, more likely, I'm going to do the sh- I'm going to do um, the show review right after. So uh, it's been real with you, homies. Um, my 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 buddies, my ho- my buddies, homies, friends, and pals. This is J-Dub's Wrestling Talk. Um, I hope you guys enjoy Fastlane. And um, and I hope this... Can't wait to, you know, kick it with you guys on the review. So this is J-Dub st- signing off. Peaceful vibes, peaceful vibes and pizza, everyone. Stay balling. One love.